Hello, everybody. This is Blake with me, Pastor Ryan. We are continuing our walk through the Second London Baptist Confession of Faith. Uh, Pastor Ryan, how you doing, brother? I'm doing well. Well, we are in chapter 22. This chapter is called Of Religious Worship and the Sabbath Day. Uh, this is a particularly uh, lengthy chapter. There's there's eight paragraphs, and this, this chapter is talks about a number of things, but it, its title, I think, is noteworthy, Of Religious Worship and the Sabbath Day. Pastor Ryan, why do you think um, the writers of the Confession put these two concepts together, religious worship and the Sabbath day. Why are they not their own separate chapters? Why are they together in one chapter? Yeah, I don't have a definitive answer on that, but I have a pretty strong guess. And I think it's because in the scriptures, both in the Old Covenant and the New Covenant, the Old Testament and the New Testament, the centerpiece of the life of worship is the Sabbath day. In the Old Covenant, feasts often focused on Sabbath. Um, there were holy convocations in the Old Covenant that occurred on Sabbath. In the New Testament, the day of Christ's resurrection, moving the Sabbath from the last day of the week to the first day of the week, uh, you see the saints gathering for worship on the Sabbath. Yeah, so you just... have... <laughs> okay. <laughs> you, you, you have a number of things you could say about so, so it is the centerpiece. I'm sorry to cut you off. Keep, no, it's keep, okay. Keep, it's okay. Keep going. I just want to make sure I'm. No, I, I mean that. It, you, I think it has to do with the fourth commandment, um, and the second commandment, both uh, together. But religious worship that, that that this is going to be talking about is predominantly public worship, and public worship in in the scriptures happen on the day that the Lord has set aside. Yeah. Uh, good stuff. Well, anything else you want to highlight about this? Because there's there's a number of things you, you could say. Yeah, I mean, I think our church is going to spend several weeks in this chapter on purpose. Um, and the opening paragraph talks about these two things, but specifically the the lordship of, of God over worship. Um, and, you know, it, it strikes me as we were preparing to press record, you said you're thankful for this chapter. Why why are you thankful for this chapter? Uh, just just the the practical benefit of obeying the Sabbath. I like that the confession uh, just plainly puts it out there that yes, you are to keep the Sabbath. Yes, and it has made such a wonderful difference in my life and in my family's life, even in my kids' life. Um, it has been a wonderful thing for us to come into confessionalism and mm. to experience the benefits of the Sabbath. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm obeying the Lord, I think better because of this chapter, but also, um, I am personally benefiting a lot of joy. Yeah. And I mean, a short practical summary is this chapter helps us to see that the scripture calls us to worship God in public worship only in the ways that he has prescribed. Um, and that there is one day set apart in seven, now the first day of the week, the day of Christ's resurrection, for the entire day to be set apart for worship, exercises of worship and growth in Christ, and rest. So we should be, you know, prioritizing worship each each uh, Sunday. We should be resting, and we should be encouraging other people, even in the world, to rest yeah. by what we do with our time and our money. So I think this is a very practical chapter, and as you said, it is life-changing. Yeah, it is. It is. Well, thank you for being here with us. 
and we encourage you to spend a couple of weeks reading and digesting this wonderful, helpful chapter from the Confession.